everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we are here on Wednesday, the 29th of January, and Henry is with me. How are you, Henry? Hello, Alex. I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I was enjoying the uh, rather formu- uh, formal uh, introduction. So, yeah. So what do we start with? <laughs> so th- today should be marked as a very, very sad day. As, uh, Agent Agent Hurst and Boyd's cover has been blown. Is and, it mission uh, accomplished? Have, um, well, we are back above them in the league again, so I I guess we'd call that a win. I think. Did we discuss the merits of this earlier? Where we were just. Uh, do you think that was the caveat? That was the the straw that broke the camel's back, and because they are now under us, that's it. They had to go. I mean, this is this is where we'd actually talk some sense earlier and we wished that we'd record the conversation because <laughs> I can't remember what we were saying now. <laughs> um, but it's a bit of a weird one, really. I mean, they've they've not announced exactly why. They've said they're not going to make any further comment. If I was um, a Scunny fan, I would be going absolutely mental right now. Like, it well, they all, like, Scunny fans are weird, though. I mean, I know they're weird because they're Scunny fans, but, like... Even when they're in the Championship or League One, they were calling for managers' heads more than we do. <laughs> I mean, they they're really up and down with their managers. Like they really don't like them. So I can kind of see why Hurst is a bit. He, he gets a bit. He takes it a bit personally when when there's a lot of um, Hurst out stuff, as <laughs> as we well know. And Hurst uh, out. I can I can see I can see how that's probably not ended well but i mean i mean come on he hasn't even brought parslow on at any point during his eight month eight month I tenure mean, there he's not signed some random yeovil fullback who's and, absolutely awful or anthony straker or anthony straker yeah <laughs> no that operation um, promotion money was well spent i mean this is we can class this as general league two news we can create a, a new segment for the podcast <laughs> we um, can, I'll, I'll find a jingle and everything do you think but, that doig knows um, well, I mean, someone's someone's going to have to find him and tell him. I yeah. Mean, Do you think he's going to turn up at training tomorrow? <laughs> he'll probably still turn, he'll probably drive back to Cheapside, not knowing <laughs> what to do, try and take a training session. <laughs> it's a bit. Do you think Doig is in my head? Doig is a bit like um, Lenny from Mice of Men. Everybody knows that. Everybody's got a good GCSE knowledge of Mice of Men. Where go go take the training session? Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me about the training sessions, Paul. <laughs> As he puts a gun to his head, <laughs> just just to, he does turn up at Cheapside, just waiting for someone to hug him, and Ian Holloway just out of sympathy takes him under his wing for at least a week, and then he gets a bit chippy. I mean, it is a bit of a weird one, though. I mean, they're they're a club that's that's been on the slide like we were when we first came down to Division Four back in the sort of early to mid two thousands there desperately trying to cut their wage bill yeah they got a, a striker on seven grand a week who in their last game under her got sent off and <laughs> but, they got but by the way lost, it they was got a spanking which was really really sad to see you know it um, was it was a spectacular dive by charlie charlie good i mean he's a bit of a shithouse anyway but he went down like he'd been shot in the head <laughs> he really did <laughs> and I mean, it's a bit like when we sat big nut. I mean, we sat big nut after we won the bloody game. We beat Blackpool away, Blackpool, who won the playoffs. Probably, probably my favourite game of the season. And then you wake up on Monday morning and he's been bloody sacked. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just don't. Um, I don't think Paul Hurst gets that emotional about anything, does he? I mean, the the most emotional he's ever been, including probably the birth of his children and his marriage, and it was cupping his ear. <laughs> that's that's yeah. his level. He I mean, it's just uh, it just strikes as such a weird timing for it, and you know, I mean, what can you expect with a, a squad that was bad enough to get you relegated in the first place? That's massively overpaid that you can't shift. I mean, part of you thinks, I mean, what else is he meant to do, really? Yeah, absolutely, because I don't want um, any of them. You know, because they started the season terribly, and he was on about sort of changing the culture, and it seems like they had a lot of. Um, players like we did back in the in the dark days of 2008 2009 who were just um taking a paycheck and getting pissed not mentioning any names paul linwood but um paul linwood barry connell and peter sweeney uh, pete sweeney just loved his cherry coke having having lived near him for for a year i'll tell you anyway. something he was not drinking cherry coke coke zero was he that fat no, fuck was, was drinking was, the full fat that, stuff wasn't that he? recycling bin was overflowing with the full fat <laughs> stuff I can do you think you. do you think peter sweeney was considerate enough to the planet to actually put it in the recycling bin or was it yes. just going straight in the normal whichever bin it was no no i can i can i can tell you firsthand this is a dn35 exclusive Peter Sweeney was a recycler That's to the brilliant. point that his bin was overflowing with cherry coke bottles. Because you were East Lindsay, so the West Lindsay setup for us is we have a blue bin, and then we have a black bin. Black bin is normal rubbish. Blue bin is the recycling. What yeah, was East, the setup in East Lindsay? East side is also the same. I can confirm. Okay. No, except no. I'm thinking of Cambridge. We have a grey bin and a black bin in East Lindsay. Okay. And yeah. I mean that. I mean these are the sort of details <laughs> that look north never go into no exactly you exactly. never see that bloke that only talks about hall city talking about recycling issues i mean we're basically a political podcast right now uh yeah well let's let's steer clear of doing <laughs> all of that but anyway um but it, it's it's like we were saying earlier i mean what next for him you know like he, what's his level he, now so this is we genuinely had this conversation uh, in the car like what is his next level because oh, he's been sacked a, at it's Ipswich. A, it's, it's a really interesting question, you know, because as you said earlier, we had a we had a six year window. It's probably the most patient who I think he'll reflect now and agree that's probably the most time a club is ever gonna give him. To learn. Um, and you and he it wasn't like he was in a terrible club which was building itself. This was a club that was trying to push for promotion each time he was there. And it's not like he didn't have the resources there. He had and I mean, he helped find them, and so did, uh, but I mostly believe LPM agents, Lee Philpot, found most of them for him. But he had Liam Hearn, he had Alan Connell, he had Bogle, he had Podge. I mean, it's not bad. No, it's not. I mean, and then you look at, like, John Nolan's played in the Championship, Toto Nassar's played in the Championship. Yeah, Macker in goal. Macker in goal's been a great, I mean, he probably should be playing at a higher level, really. Yeah. Um, we had Aswad Thomas for a bit, best le- left back in non-league. I, I think we're losing the point now we're mentioning Aswad. No. <laughs> Con- oh, well, you had um, Townsend, Connor Townsend. Connor Townsend. Is yeah, he at Scunny still? Defined. No, I can't remember where he is, but he's um, somewhere in like League One or something, I think. Doncaster. It sounds like a Doncaster thing. Yeah. I mean, even Let's Danny Andrew, like, good season with us when first... First, first signed him, and, and that's before on. you before you even talk about. He's at fuck me. He's at West Brom. Hey, Connor Townsend. Yeah. Oh bloody hell! 
Fair play. Christ alive. He's played 13 games this year in the Championship. Yeah, good side as well. Yeah, good for him. Oh, 20, 25 yeah. since 2018. That is not bad going at all. And considering no. at Hull, he was basically pimped out to every lower league club they could find. Within the South Humber slash No, I mean, East they were... Yorkshire region. He was going... Right, he went to Chesterfield. He went to came to us in 2011-2012. I can't remember that. Yeah, we had him twice, I think. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. any of that, but I probably annulled all of that. No, I, I, I do remember we had him twice. And he went, no, send me worse. So he went to Chesterfield, and they went, no, 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 I want worse. So he then they sent him to Carlisle, and after that he was like, no, 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 I want even more desolate and remote. So they sent him to Dundee. And he's like, no, I want, I can take more. So then they sent him to Scunny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so you, you look at Hurst, and so he had that. Yeah, that that's what long, we were talking about, wasn't it? That long period with us where he had the time in a big fish in a small pond, let's say. Yeah. He he left under a cloud a bit, and we still don't really know the reasons. We know he wasn't happy with the funding in League Two. Um, which obviously played a part, but at the end of the day, at the time, as we were saying, he moved to a club that was eight positions higher than was in the pyramid. Yeah. Um, who have a new stadium, but I mean, you don't exactly think Shrewsbury and think there's an exciting club that's going to be really going places, you know? It's it's basically that stadium is a replica of Chesterfield and Colchester, and every yeah. retail part that you see that that, and they all have the same. They have a next. They have a Halfords. And they have a pets at home, maybe a pets at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe a Dunelm. And then, then they have a a Colchester Stadium. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. With maybe one token fast food restaurant near it. Oh, it's got to be a Mackey's or a Costa's drive-through. Yeah, but I think Colchester's got a Burger King. From oh, what Bur- I remember, Burger Kings are poor. Stevenage have a Burger King. It's just not. It's I don't like it's, a Burger King. No, no, I'd agree with that. But anyway. Um, and so he's he's gone to Shrewsbury. He's had one good season there. Lost the playoff final, which is very hurst. Yeah. Um, and did he, did they lose the thing to Lincoln, or did they win that? No, Lincoln won that. Okay, so he lost that as well. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, and <laughs> and so so he's gone there, and then he's he's earned. I and I think it was fair at the time. He earned his his championship chance. I I agree. Yeah. But, um, it didn't. It didn't work. It was a. It was a club that had just booted Mick McCarthy for playing grab football on a low budget, and lo and behold, they're bringing Hurst on a low budget. Yeah, and he brought his normal players in, and some um, of them are settled. Yeah, like I mean, some of them had a good a good spell at, at Ipswich. I don't think any of them. Probably only Caden Jackson now is really sort of featuring for them. I think Toto's left. I think John Nolan doesn't play anymore. Um, Toto Nasala plays for Bolton. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I think he left this summer. Uh, and they had a big clear out when they went down, I think. Caden Jackson um, was playing for Thingy, wasn't he? He was playing for... Ah, uh, wasn't he playing for it, Accrington? Well, it was, yeah, he was at Accrington, then Erst took him to Ipswich. Yeah, he's still at Ipswich. Yeah, yeah, I think he's still scoring. Good um, stuff. But, but from there, really, it's just been a... He's obviously taken his time to find his next chance. And yeah. He's gone into a, a, a pretty poison chalice in the sense that it's 
an owner that wants to really cut costs on a team that's going has had a sort of bad run for a while yeah and has dropped levels and they've got an over overpaid wage budget of a bunch of players a lot of them that don't want to be there i mean and they've got a little scunny and he's got them 15th i mean yeah i don't I, i don't really see in that particular situation this season how much more you could do with that but. And, and, the, and the chat we had was like if you're Port Vale and you get given Hurst you're not particularly excited about that are you? Um, I wouldn't be No I think the other, the other one we talked to was possibly Cambridge Yeah Cambridge Colin Coldwell got sacked earlier this week so yeah and I mean and, even then I mean Cambridge was like maybe but, I mean, Cambridge are another club that are really sort of slashing costs. They've been on yeah. an awful bit of form. They're really trying to play youth players now. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe that's something that Hurst could step into and, and get the best out of a, a fairly bad situation there. But, I mean... It's an odd one. And I, his, his, his stock compared to this time three years ago is, is plummeted, really. Yeah. And uh, you don't bring him in... Because he's to me, he's very much a by numbers manager. He's a percentages manager. He will get you one nil wins, and that is why I can feel after seven years of having him. Why after watching that Scunny game in which they were had their backs against the wall for eighty minutes and scored one goal, one from their one shot on target, why people are banging their head against the brick wall in frustration, and yeah, uh, you don't bring him in for a quick fix. And anyway, I I think it's. I don't particularly like Scunny, as you can imagine, but I don't want any team. I like a, I'd prefer local teams to be all up in a top league fighting against each other. But they're ten million in debt. They're losing what seventy grand a week, uh, and they don't all seem to give a shit about that. They don't care about that. Swan seems to be cutting his budget again and slashing it down. I think in a couple of years' time they could be in real trouble. Eyes. It could very easily spiral if they if they if they don't get the next decision right about who they bring in. I think that that could be a very dangerous situation for them. Yeah. I, I do. I'd agree with that. And that's the um, end of today's Scunthorpe United podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, they me, they were just spoiled. Me, meanwhile, we got some crazy Bristolian and we won three three one. So take me through that challenge because I was watching Larn v Linfield, as you would imagine. I I had it on the radio and um, old JT got a bit agitated about it, but I, 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 at the time I don't think he thought it was a red. I think, I mean, but I, I've looked at the replay. I mean, the guys just clattered into it. It reminds been, me of Schumacher v Batterston. And it was just, it was sort of like the timing of it because. Jackson's gone clattering in early, which is, I mean, putting the challenge in early, and it's just as Hess has ducked down to get the ball, and yeah. he just caught him in it absolutely the wrong place. Yeah, I think maybe if Hess wasn't sort of ducking down, trying to get the ball, you know, maybe he's just sort of side on side sort of tackle. Sorry. Um. So it's it's a it's a it's a real unlucky one, and uh, Hess has really been our sort of he's been an absolute most bulldog. reliable midfielder. Yeah. And he's been he's been good for us for for a while now, and and to lose him, I mean he's he's got ligament damage in his collarbone, punctured lung, rib, punctured lung. I mean you'd be surprised if he's back before the end of the season. And I wouldn't I want would, to rush him. I would say I w- wouldn't want to rush him. Like oh, he can take as, as long as he wants. It might of push course, for another yeah. central midfielder. I mean, 
Uh, Benson apparently looked quite classy on the ball, looked quite um, from the highlights I saw. But, I, I mean, our pitch at the moment, it's a struggle to look good with the ball. It is yeah, not in a good state. Yeah, but speaking of Shrewsbury, or was it Shrewsbury? Who was, a, who was on the telly the other day? Tramier. had an absolute Tramier. Christ, what a shit pitch that is. I, do you know what? I genuinely feel sorry for him because I had exactly the same reaction. It reminded me of Man United's ground in like the 90s because their oh. pitch used to be shocking. Oh, God, it was awful. And But Tramier said, look, we've laid a new pitch and it just hasn't gone. And there's yeah. nothing we can now do until the end of the season. Like the, they, I think they talk about the water table. You probably know more than I do about that. It's it, very high at the minute. Yeah, and they just can't do anything with it. No. And and uh, they, I think the women's, the Liverpool women's team play on it as well. And no, no. and they do, and they're reserves or something. So it's getting an absolute pasting. But um, they're going to have to do something about it because that is, I mean, I think like everybody. We're not talking. We're not turning into like the football weekly show or anything. But that pitch, because I knew it was coming against Man United, I was licking my lips, thinking that's going to be an absolute. That's going to be an absolute beauty of a cup tie. <laughs> and then they got dicked. <laughs> they got absolutely dicked. And to be fair, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. And that was. I think we put a tweet out on our thing. It's exactly the same. You can tell lower league fans, proper lower league fans, because familiarity, familiarity breeds content, contempt. So we've all got, we've got reasons to dislike most clubs. So Tramir, it's from when we got relegated in yeah. uh, two thousand and whatever two thousand and four was it? Yeah. yeah. And um, so like you'll get all these hipstery fans that go, yeah, yeah. Well, you just don't understand the wage, but the wage gap between these players and to celebrate goals scoring against Man- uh, Tramir when they're six 0 down, it's just frankly embarrassing and insulting. While lower league fans are going, ha, they're getting absolutely hammered. This is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a crap. Apart from, it seems to be they want to get rid of the FA Cups replays and the League Cup, which is an oh, absolute joke. Oh, part of me really wanted Leicester to get to the League Cup final and for them to win it. Just to, just to shove it down Gary Lineker's throat. What a bellend. Well, I did go back to him at least on on, on the DN35 and our, on our followers uh, on behalf when he was moaning about it. I said, oh, I thought you wanted to bin it off. So oh. why do you give a shit? Oh, what a oh. what a I bellend! Just, that, that really made my blood boil. I feel like a lever listening to Gary Lineker at the moment. It's like, shut up! Just, you don't know, understand oh, anything. Just, just, ah, oh, yeah. I can't even put into words just how frustrating that kind of attitude is. Yeah. So, and and Klopp and, and Pep can both for, fuck for, off for someone for someone who is so um, sort of well known generally well-respected on sort of when he's presenting on the BBC, I think, or on BT, I think he's a fantastic presenter. Yeah. Everyone knows him. He's probably one of the most respected sort of voices. And for him to be saying things like that, I think is very dangerous. I think what, if they don't want the league cup, this is what they should do, right? I'm up for this. Every, every play, every team that doesn't want to play in the league cup has to pay 5 million pound. And then it goes in a pot for us. And we create our own competition. And after I've been in Northern Ireland, enjoying a Northern Ireland game, I suggest this. Instead of our checker trade crappy trophy, we have a UK and Ireland competition where we play one game and that money goes to supporting travel for the clubs to get over there. So we could play Belfast in Belfast or something like that or in Glasgow or something like that and have could a nice have, little European... Dublin away. Dublin away. Who wouldn't want oh. to play Shamrock Rovers? Oh, God, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Just a, just a balmy August evening, Shamrock away, and then the final can be, I don't know, we'll pick a random place on the continent. 
Benidorm. Benidorm. No, I don't think they have a stadium, do they? I don't know. But you could play it like, you know, what is that old stadium in Munich that used to hold the the games, but now they've built the new one? You could have it there because that doesn't do anything. Let's all go to have Munich it, for a final. It, have it in the Astro Dome in Houston because yeah. it's empty. It's it's Peterborough v Southend live from the Astro Dome in Houston. <laughs> Just a load of people from Peterborough wandering around, going, "I don't even know where there's a Costa." <laughs> Trying to find a Nando's and a Weatherspoons. I think it, I think we're on to something. And then Liverpool and things can play fifty-five games against Slavia Prague in the Champions League. Yeah, and we've Sounds sorted football. Me. You are welcome. Sounds world. good to me. So anyway, Town have played some games. So we beat Stevenage. All we in all, it was a pretty poor performance. I mean, I can't... It's uh, it's the one game I've not been to. Really. It's also I, the game I, I haven't really, seen. I can't really comment on it. Um, Burnham's goal was amazing. Yeah, I mean... Meg Player I, took three also, people on. I love his I love his new nickname now, which is, seems to be Chaz. Chaz. I mean, I was I was pushing for for using his his full name, which yeah. um, I don't know if you're aware, Alex is uh, Charles Terence Priestley Vernon. I mean, is he an is he a footballer or an author? Exactly, that's I, amazing. I, I think we should get that chant going, really. Charles but, I mean, Terence Priestley Vernon. I mean, that's that's a seven like a triple word score in Scrabble. That yeah, beautiful. That's beautiful. amazing. Yeah, okay, um, I'm I'm all, all more, more for that. But he's, he's playing with so much confidence at the minute, and it's really good to see. So people are criticising Jolly for sending him out to Chorley, or do we do we credit him with revitalising his career? We don't know I, what happened. I, I would agree with that. I think he was desperate for game time. Yeah. And at the time, sort of in September, October, I think that was the right decision. And I think it's done him a world of good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the arrival of Holloway, who sort of seems to be a, a confidence kind of guy, um, I think that really sort of has, has boosted him and, and taken him forward, which is which is really really good to see. Yeah, absolutely. Pen or no pen? I don't think it was, but we've not had them given for a while. Um, I mean, I'm going to take it. Let's be let's be fair here. And do we agree with Holloway for saying you shouldn't be singing "Sacked in the Morning" to Graham Wesley, one of the most odious people in football? Um, I can't really say I have that strong an opinion on Graham Wesley. Oh, I just don't. I, I yeah, maybe I'm was just it, being. Was a... it? Was it a? Um, was it the whole stadium kind of chant, or was it just the the main having a go? I mean, we've both been at Blundell Park lately. The idea that the whole stadium chants is hasn't happened oh, since the nineties. I, I mean, that's that's a separate conversation <laughs> altogether. But yes. So no. I imagine it was five people in the pontoon. And what you could actually hear was the six people behind them saying, can't you sit down? I can't see a bloody thing. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so I mean, it was there. Maybe I shouldn't have that much of an opinion on Graham Wesley. Maybe I should remove it and thank him for taking Stevenage down, who are are an odious club. Yes, and I, the club in general, that's fine. Yeah, I want to see the back of them. And as I said on the Twitter, I hope they get relegated, then promoted and then relegated again. <laughs> Just so... so so, so Alex, sort of moving on from the, from the Stevenage win. Yeah. Also, it's nice to have two games in a row where we've scored more than one goal in a game. And it's Crawley, and I don't like Crawley, and I don't think it's been. We've talked about pitches already. Crawley's pitch was an absolute disgrace. It was chopping up more than the North Sea in February. 
Uh, it's just a tin pot club, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's terrible. It is. If you've never been, don't bother. Unless no, you no. Every every time I go to Crawley, it is a miserable, miserable experience. It's freezing. It's always freaking raining. And it's yeah. It's a small stadium. It's 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 um. I tell you what, in in twenty years, hopefully, when we've not experienced non-league since, touch wood, we'll we'll be taking we'll be taking our kids to Crawley away. Yeah, we'll be like, kids, this is what non-league was like. <laughs> That's that is exactly what Crawley is. It is such a non-league club. But there was not much atmosphere from us. We'll we'll say that as well. I mean, Town had a good couple of opportunities. We went close when I think Hansen hit it across the face of goal. Um, did we at the bar? Or am I imagining that? I don't know. I was quite drunk. Fine. Okay. And um, but we played pretty well. I mean, considering the last few games I've been there, one was with a bold uh, Bogle scoring an absolute stunner. We still lost. Yep. Three uh, two again, wasn't it? Yep. And the other one yeah. was Russell Slade's last game in charge. Oh, I wasn't. Was we, I there for that one? We lost three nil. You were not there. No, I was there last season when we lost one nil. Was it? No, we yeah. lost two one. But I find, considering, A, there's a lack of games around London and we've got quite a few exiles, um, I find the the atmosphere always at Crawley is absolutely terrible. Well, I don't really think it gets the London exiles, to be honest, because, like, it was 45 minutes from Victoria. Yeah, true. Easy. It was not an easy journey. No, and then you've got a walk from the train station and it is miles. It is miles away. But if you're in a car like me, it is bloody beautiful. You get out, you park in a business park, which is two minutes away for walk that the club put on. You get in, you get straight back out again, and you're on the M23 within five minutes. It is perfect. And I yeah, think that's you, what they think football is, and it shouldn't be. And I shouldn't be promoting it. You're everything that's wrong with football for enjoying that, Alex. I, I am, absolutely, 100%. But sometimes, especially when you've had 90 minutes in Crawley, you just want to get out of there. Yeah, it took, it took me three hours to get back to Cambridge. <laughs> It's the idea of getting, you go through, you get out of Crawley and then you realise you've got to go through the whole of London. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and especially um, just, just moaning about transport for a minute. And any, any town fans that wanted to take public transport from Grimsby would know also that King's Cross was entirely shut. And it's shut again, isn't it? So I had to, it was an even longer journey across London and then an even longer journey on the slow train from Liverpool Street. So it was, it was truly a delightful, delightful journey home. I mean, when was the last time we did a podcast? How many um, games have we got to quickly rattle through? So we lost to Exeter. I thought we played pretty well and it just... Yeah, Exeter was one of those, um, it was a bit, bit of a bitter sort of taste really because we really were, I thought we were worth a point. Yeah, I think so too. Definitely. Um, especially in the first half. But now we know exactly how Exeter fans feel because we are that team to them. And and that's a yeah, it was it was one of those and fair play to their manager for for sort of saying it about um um sort of not really being in the game but still still going ahead and winning it. And um uh what's I gonna say? I don't know. I th- oh, th- can't remember now. But, yeah, it, but but I mean right, that was it for the last for the last two years we've gone down there and done exactly the same thing so yeah we can't really complain when it happens to us and I thought we no. there was enough shoots in there that would suggest we did okay our last one was on New Year's Day apparently so um, uh, okay so we got to uh, keep keep them coming so extra yeah, one nil just just on the extra point great yeah. attendance six thousand yeah was like a morgue was it 
but it was also bloody freezing. So yeah. I I can understand it. It was bring a hip flask, people. Bitterly cold. And then uh, before that, we had Leighton Orient away, which I didn't make because I was on a stag do. I did well. It was basically the same. So you might as well have brought them there. It was brilliant. I was sat stood sorry with the rest of the house guys who turned up about 20 minutes in and the smell of absinthe was amazing oh, God. <laughs> it, uh the that aniseed smell that was going around was brilliant and they were absolutely fantastic it just took a bit of time for them all to get into one area to start singing and, and dancing town fans were brilliant we played pretty well uh in in parts late Orient were worth a point that they did have the better chances uh, Billy Clark scored a great goal, and that was great shithousery. But he was uh, pretty. Great, sh- he was great pr- ball from yeah. White House for it that was yeah, and I've been critical of White House, really critical. I don't think I've, even Cliff. I've, I've always sort of quietly rated White House, and um, I think he started well, especially with uh, Hessen Tyler going down. He's going to get a it should get a good run in the team now. Yeah, and, and I, um, yeah, and I thought he he probably was one of our better players, sort of last night against Stevenage from, Definitely. from what I've heard. He but. seems to have changed positions, so he's a bit more in the whole sort of role now, and he seems to be getting a bit more of it. Um, but it seems to be going really well. Clark's goal was brilliant. Lovely little tap over. Brilliant little lob. But he was an absolute knobhead for pushing that guy over behind him for the penalty. It was not oh, a, yeah. not a clever was, move. That was a, that was a rush of blood to the head. But overall, I mean, we'll, we'll come on to this in a second, but... I think Clark's been a, a, a really nice addition to the team, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And and Holloway really talks about what um, influence he has outside off the off the pitch. So hopefully he's doing that as well. Like sort of like a not a Disley role. I guess that's a far more sort of leadershipy role. But that sort of terrier mentality and the the G and everybody up sort of thing. Buying people ice creams. Buying people ice creams, which I assume the promenade in January is absolutely loving. Yeah, absolutely. no one else is buying them. And uh, then the last the last game, just to mention, um, was Mansfield away, which I went to. Please talk um, to me because I was watching it on the I was watching it on iFollow, and I absolutely loved every second it of it. It was so uh, com- like compared to the home game in September, like it was so enjoyable. <laughs> Honestly, one of the most enjoyable games of the season. It really, really was. And it was uh, a great goal. He took it beautifully. I mean, he absolutely hammered it into his own net. It was quality. It was so good. So good. And we get to play that keeper again on Saturday. Oh, we do. He was the one that apparently he has, he pointed, uh, so the ball went into the town town stand and then the town fans kept it away, as they do, when we're on it. When we were understanding the game and and, and we actually understand and we're just throwing it around amongst ourselves, he pointed him out to a steward to get him kicked out. Yes, there's a picture of that going around on Twitter. I remember yeah. that, and I remember that game because then they went down and bloody scored the winner, the bastards. He's a he's a, and he's a bit of a chunky monkey. He is. He's a very chunky monkey. He'd had a good Christmas as well. <laughs> he had a good... when we saw him in January. He had two good Christmases. Um. So so that's a quick run through the games, Alex. Yes. So we're sort of six. Well, we how many games have we had under under his management now? So I can if tell we you. Count, so if Sol- we count Salford, I, one. No, two, I'm not counting Salford. Okay, so then one, two, two three, three, four, four five. five. He's not been sacked yet. He's got one more game before he gets sacked. So, so five games in, four yeah. new signings. Um, maybe one more to come. We don't know. Um, sort of, what's your what's your take on on Holloway so far? It's been 
brilliant, hasn't it? I think I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying that there's something enjoyable about the club at the moment. I'm very critical of how the club is run and I'm enjoying not having to be. I'm enjoying seeing these beautiful things of the them being up in the school, talking about how to be a better person, going for jobs. Join him. Get it. I was, you were too still in the pub, but I was in the ending crawly when he came around, shook it, shaking everybody's hands. I met him very briefly. I forgot to ask him if he wants to do an interview. Uh, I don't think we can afford him, but uh, <laughs> um, he's. Um, it was really good to hear and to see, and he was. Uh, it, it's something totally different, isn't it? And it's given us a lot of attention, which really helps. I don't think people understand that. Not only does it help with off the pitch matters, but it helps with on the pitch matters. Footballers are people who are looking at jobs and they will look at everything when they're considering moving to a club. And if you've got a manager that's out there, if you've got a club that's being talked about and being seen, it can only help. Yes, when people are, When people are picking. And not only is his name, he's obviously put money in. His interviews are a breath of fresh air. I'm sure there'll be a point in which we find it great in at times. But I don't think he's taking any... I don't think we're losing any time uh, from him. From all um, word and, uh, words and rumours I've heard, Jolly was great, but he never really put the massive effort into to meet with people. It was kind of done without that sort of joie de vivre that Holloway does it in. And I mean, that's kind of something you can't replicate, I guess. It's just how he is as a personality. And speaking to a guy who used to be a physio at QPR, he is like he like that all the time. He's never there's no off switch. Yeah. Imagine I working just, with that every day. I just I just think it's uh, just been a complete shot in the arm. Yeah. I mean, can, I just I just keep thinking back to sort of Boxing Day game and and uh, just just sort of the period we had in December and just how apathetic absolutely everything was about the club. We were, yeah. we were stagnant. We weren't getting any results. We weren't scoring. My thought and... process on it was, uh, my my uh, conspiracy theory was, we knew Macclesfield were going to go down. I still think they will do instead of Stevenage. I just think there's too many financial problems there. I think Fenty knew it, and I fully expected him to try and give it to Limbrick as second he could. And he might still have wanted to do, and then cut as many big spenders as they did as they've kind of done so obviously ring's gone he was on apparently quite a lot so was Ogbu um and then just save and hoard that money hopefully for next season or maybe to pay off a loan a bit more but this was totally took me out of I mean I we said it didn't we briefly saying oh well he'd put bums on seats and he'd make it interesting yeah but yeah what about him Christ like to put money yeah. in as well incredible he, it came up I follow the um I'm such a nerd uh, company's house who if you don't know what company's house is it follows all the companies it's where you have to put all your details for the companies you are and i follow grimsby town's notifications and yesterday it was put up that he was uh, made a director i'm so sad uh, it's, i mean <laughs> and it's it's probably it's probably one of those topics that we that we'd want to get into um on a on a different podcast but sort of a lot of the problems we had about um, the way the club is run at the minute, not, and seen, not, on the, yeah. not on the pitch now, but you know they've made some improvements in social media. Um, yeah, I think sound. I think yes, I think they've got some really good people working in that. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's something that we need to look at investing more in. I think so. Because um, I, I mean, it's worth crediting those guys. So Liam Emerson, who does the videos, brilliant. They're great. Who doesn't love uh, looking for them when we win? 
Yes. Uh, um, Sam Strand, who does all the Twitter work and the social media work and everything else with that, he does an amazing job. Jack Johnson, who does the uh, the program and puts all that together, and I'm sure there's people I'm missing. Christine, who does all the um, does so much work behind the so scenes. Much. It's yeah. mad. That woman never stops, and, yeah. and and none of them do really. And I think there's there's some real quality people around the club. Yeah. Um, and it's just certain ways the club has been run, certain areas that haven't been invested in, and. Part of that is sort of the the uncertainty of the takeover. Part of that is, as we were saying, you know, when you when you have a CEO in charge for for over ten years, yeah, it just it, because... it's big companies that it's time to to, to, to refresh your approach because you get that you we we talked about it yeah, and it's the dim it's the the diminishing amount of return you get for everything. Same with football managers, you don't have the same impact every year. You don't have the same impact. You don't have the same ideas. You don't have the same. People get a bit blasé and relaxed. It's just human nature. And I don't know any successful CEOs, and I do know a few from my job, who stay in positions for more than, say, five years, really. They're always looking for a new challenge. They're always looking for a new idea. And I think companies themselves that are successful are looking for the same thing. Yes. And I'm talking about the people who work in it and run it, not the people who own it. So... John Fenty's in it and the board are an entirely different thing. It's the people in the club that run it day to day who put the money in and go, and hopefully Holloway will help with it and look in and go, well, why the hell have well, you got this ticketing system? That's that's the that's the sort of point I was trying to eventually get around to. Until I, sorry. You know, you, 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 no, it's all right, because we're, we're, we're sort of expanding on the point. But, um, you know, having him on the board, he's he, he's had experience at successful clubs. He'll he'll tell you exactly what he thinks and hopefully you know maybe he'll change one or two things and like one of my minor gripes for ages has been the the club website is a load of garbage yeah and partly it's i followed but like the club shop online and the ticketing system is just so ancient and out of date and it's sort of buying tickets for a home game online is just so difficult yeah relative to say when I used to go and watch Reading, or if I'm going to a Cambridge home game, if they're if they're home and I'm I'm in Cambridge. Well, I I, 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 I talked about it about Larn. I went to Larn was six in the Northern Irish League yesterday. I went. They had live entertainment in a fully refurbished bar yesterday. I'll put a picture on our Twitter account. They had music after the game, so the bar was open after, and it was open till half eleven, and people stayed and paid. Yeah, that that sounds more like an American sort of baseball experience. Yes. Yeah. Um, sort of bars around the ground, lots of live music, loads of stuff on before, loads of stuff after. So you're there for a full day. Yeah, and you're you're spending money there. And you could there's an app where you can order pints at half time. They don't order you order bottles. You don't order pints. So they're they're just there. You know that there's fifty Heinekens ready to go or whatever. You go right. Yeah, show me your order number. Here you go, etc. etc. That's how it should be, shouldn't it? The more people yeah. drink, the more people eat, the more people pay, the more money you get in. I don't understand. We've got so many of those kiosks that are shut around the ground that used to be the cafeterias and stuff. They should be full of bobble hats and gloves. Like on, against Stevenage yesterday, how many people would have been sat there at halftime going, I wish I'd have brought my gloves? I need my yeah, gloves. It's, it's fucking freezing. <laughs> so so it's, a, it's a mindset thing for that yeah. kind of thing. And, and you just hope that maybe there's, there's a Holloway influence, but Again, it's it's a can of worms, and it sort of leads into sort of takeover talk, and probably not something to get into. No, tonight, I but. I assume that's 
uh, we, we, we let's talk about it for one minute. It's it, there was a deadline set in January. I can't imagine the club wouldn't have said something if the deadline had passed. No. So I think it's still probably ongoing, but I hope it gets wrapped up very soon. Yes, I hope so as well because it'd be it'd be nice to sort of take this positivity, have some definite direction going forward. I think. Yeah. But but yeah, so so that's really sort of where we're uh, at, and it's a, going a well. Good summary. And it's going to keep going, isn't it? This is still going to be fun. It's still going to be... We've got quite a few games that are coming up. That are good. Bradford is 1,700 to go on general sale tomorrow. There's my little public service announcement. So I assume that's going to be packed. Uh, yes, I should think that'll be... 2,500? They've, they've already sold out the side stand, haven't they? Yeah, the one you can drink I think in. They sold, I think they sold 1,800. I think there must be 800 left. Yeah. And then we've got Colchester on a Tuesday night. No one's going to go to that apart from me. And me. Yeah. Um, then Morecambe at home, which we should hopefully win. Because we've got a couple of difficult games coming up. Forest Green, they're, I mean, their form's in the toilet at the moment, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, quality side, really. Yeah. Even in a bad run of form. Bradford pushing for it. I can't expect us to win that. I think it'll be a bit like a Doncaster when we took 4,500 and lost 1-0. Yeah. Uh, Colchester, um, Colchester, that's where football goes to die. Uh, Colchester on the Tuesday night. I am mentally preparing myself for the bleakness. Good man. And then Morecambe at home should win that. I mean, that's 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 a winnable game. Yeah, we've got quite a few games in February. Yeah, we do. I One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven games in in February. I assume these are a couple. So, uh, is the Colchester one a rearranged one? No, but uh, the Newport one is Plymouth, Plymouth. The Newport one is, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Plymouth is the other one. That's on the Tuesday, the third of March. So yeah. within a month, we've got eight games. Yeah, so so we're busy, busy. Yeah, and we've, we've just lost our central midfielder. And I think I think sort of expectations going forward for the rest of the season. I think we're going to win a few. I think we'll lose a few. There'll be good and bad performances. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we can expect too much. Uh, some people went a bit mental when we lost to Exeter, didn't they? Uh, some people were a yeah, bit over dramatic. Yeah, I think. I think we need to sort of get a grip on it a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's a bit like what we were saying with Perth at the start of the program in Scully. You know, yeah, these things are not overnight, especially with a, one January transfer window when we've already got a full budget. And I think people think of it like we they think about us being the same as Premier League teams. Premier League teams don't change their entire first team every year. They don't yeah. have everyone on a 12-month contract and keep three people. Like every low League 1 team and League uh, League 1 and League 2 team and uh, and National League. It's a crapshoot on whether or not they're going to be successful. They just throw these guys together and see if it works. Yeah. There's no long stay in there. There's no sort of and I think that's one of the reasons we eventually got promoted from the from the National League because we had these guys together for a long time and every season that it didn't work we we managed to improve to turn it around till we found that combination and then over that two years we managed to keep it together and then sold it sold them all to a Peterborough for a million and a friendly exactly uh, yeah and uh, but I think it's just you got to let this work you got to give him a summer I, I would effectively give any new manager unless they are Russell Slade two years 
well, it's like Jolly said at, at the start of his time, you know, judge me after three transfer windows. Yeah, and then we went, here's your six-month contract. Yeah. <laughs> Take the hint. <laughs> uh, uh, has it ever been disclosed what contract Holloway's on? I assume it's not too, uh, not a six-month rolling. Um, I th- I think I read somewhere that it was two years, but I might be talking absolute bollocks. Yeah, absolutely. But it's going to be um, entertaining, whatever it is. Yes, and hey, definitely. We, yeah, and uh, we'll be looking at, so a little bit of personal information for us, we'll be looking at stuff for a London supporters group and a South East supporters group, uh, and we're going to see if we can get something together on that. And so if you've got any interest on it, come visit our Twitter page, come visit our um uh, Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. I don't think we do anything with it. Do we? Uh, yeah, I don't do anything with it. I just no. usually put up copy up what I've put on Twitter. But um, we will. Um, we can. I'll put some more details up on there, and then if that gets up and running, if there's an appetite for it, we'll we'll separate it out. Because it'd be nice to to have it. I think we've got enough people around here that would be interested in it and meet up and organise things. We'll see. Any excuse? Any excuse for I a just, beer? I just want a flag. Um, just want a flag. Yeah. <laughs> Could buy my own, really. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think that's where we're at. Any other things that you want to mention? Um, no. This I is a lot. I think we've covered it fairly well, haven't we? Yeah. We hope you enjoyed your Scunthorpe United podcast. Uh, Hurst out. Hurst out. Hurst out. And um, <laughs> Doig well, in. We're not going to be able to say that for a while, are we? I know. I hope he turns up at Lincoln. Uh, my bet is Cambridge, and then he's literally only going to be about 500 metres from my house. That is terrible. I can, I can scream at him. <laughs> what was the... Um, oh, yeah, Lincoln announced uh, figures uh, a loss of two and a half million today. Did they? They did, two and a half million. Ooh, that's so, a bit of a surprise, actually. Oh, well, John, John Akindi's on a lot of money, mate. Oh, I forgot John Akindi's there. No, he's gone now. He was very much Akindi a figure... Pen. Yeah, he was very much disliked there, I think. Where are they in the league? Uh, they're doing annoyingly r- all right, I think. Let me have a quick check. Annoyingly all right. Annoyingly all annoying. right. Um, that is indeed annoying. Because League 2 is a bit weird, isn't it? League 1, sorry, is a bit weird. It's South End are done. So oh, they're coming. Have we got South End away next year, have we? <laughs> we do have South End away next year and Bolton away. And most oh, Bolton away in the cup was cracking a couple of years was. ago. I had a great day. And Tramir away probably. Well, it's because we'd been out of the been out of football league for so long, and so we went. Oh God, this ground's got two tiers. <laughs> so we lost our <laughs> lost our shit a little bit. Um, Lincoln are fourteenth, uh, so they're on thirty-seven points. Relegation is twenty-two points, so they're not going there. Oh, they're they're fine. But they are eight points off promotion. Probably a bit too much. Yeah, there's well, there's another seven teams in between them, and yeah. that includes teams like Portsmouth, who these are teams that aren't in the co- in the playoffs. Portsmouth, Oxford, who seem to be doing exceptionally all the time. I see them. Uh, Burton, Joey Barton's Fleetwood, uh, Gillingham, which is also a place where football goes to die, and Bristol Rovers. So uh, speaking of of Joey Barton's Fleetwood, yeah, um, just to end the pod, um. Just, just to confirm, we're all in agreement that we are going to rename the club Ian Holloway's Grimsby. Is it Ian Holloway's Grimsby, or Ian Holloway's Grimsby Town? Well, I, is that is he famous enough to warrant it? So obviously you've got Sol yes, Campbell's South because End. I've seen, I've seen, I have seen articles that say Ian Holloway's Grimsby. Okay, fine. So we are now Ian Holloway's Grimsby Town. We I are. Mean, 
That's a lot of leg letters for the flag. It is, isn't it? Give I'm thinking of the financial. It's what? Yeah, a pound a letter. And then if you want to put the date of the club on it, that's £2 for the numbers. Should we should we start a GoFundMe? I think we'll need to. And um, Oh, also, close, closing thing for the pod. I want to talk about the retro Finish. shirt for two seconds. <laughs> All right, you got, you got 10 seconds. That was nice, wasn't it? I bought one before they got taken off, and I'm going to be wearing it. I... I sided with the club because I'm a corporate bastard. Good on you, mate. It's a shame the club haven't done it. I know why they haven't done, because they can't. No. But at no, the same I time... Did, I did have some sympathy, because they, they have been trying. You know, they, They've yeah. released two two retro shirts in the last two years. So, but I, think I that's mean, the... it's not like yeah. it's not on the club's radar, to be fair. But The only thing I'd say about that is they're not bananas. They're not going to go out of date. Don't make it limited edition. Buy loads of them and store them somewhere. Yeah, probably I, not I in the Finders because it leaks. But they, they could they could have bought more, yeah. Because yeah, they don't have to be limited edition. I didn't get to buy that Food Town one because it was only up for like a week and then it was gone. I was like, hang on, I ain't yeah. got my wages. That Food Town one is quality as well. Is it? That's a shame. Yeah. But yeah. I will be telling you, the Finders one is just as good. Right. So let's wrap this up. Right. Last one. Last positive point. Five grand raised for the away supporters club for the disabled supporters. That was brilliant. Love it. Which is brilliant. Everything that's right about the football club. Yeah, and I think it's uh, something that we need to continue doing because we do it every now and then. We did it with the mariachi thing as well, where we uh, everything that was left over. So I think it was about six hundred quid that was left over that went to them, and um, we just need to keep going with it and making sure that people get it. Absolutely, because there's some of our best supporters, and it's always great to see their coach turn up at, at the away games. I and love it; it's brilliant. It's always the same bus as well, isn't it? Everything, that, yeah, the uh, the Macmillan one or whatever it's called. Yeah, I forget, I forget the name of the company, but yeah, it, and it's, um, it's but that's that's everything that's right with with the club. And it's nice because I imagine sometimes it depends on the disability, and I I don't want to patronise or anything, but sometimes I guess that can be your only thing to look forward to in that week where you've got something planned and to go out and do something. And it must be a nice connection to be part of the community and everything like that. And I think we need to do more of it. Absolutely. So on that note, Alex. I will love you and leave you. Thank you all for joining us. We will do these again uh, at some point. See you in about a month or so, I'd imagine. Uh, but, but um, we'll... should we should we try and do one after Colchester? Man, we've got to do more because there's like eight games coming up in a month. If we exactly. do, we're going to be here for four hours talking about every game. <laughs> we'll, we'll try on. Uh, I would suggest after Colchester because then there's there's Forest Green, Bradford, and then Colchester. So that we forgot nice about me now being a radio star. Oh yeah, I do yeah, these but... things on a London radio show for like five minutes talking about town and how terrible we've been that day if we've lost. Um, and um, yeah, you can. Li- I'll put it on Twitter when it comes up. It tends to come up then because I'll be on the phone ready to go on. Because I don't want to. I don't. We have a reputation of saying we're recording tonight and then something happens. So um, I'd much prefer to do it when I'm on the phone ready to talk. I would uh, say target after the Colchester game. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Colchester. I'm doing it. Right. I'm doing it. Fine. Deal. Good. Nice to speak to everybody. See you all soon. All right. Thank you. See you all soon. Bye.